Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. Maybe we can I gotta tell you, That's um, all the guests the we've had, yeah. where we've clearly put them on the spot. No, they know it. I think I feel like Judd sold it the best. Like maybe he does know. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I believed it. I was I like, maybe he does know. Like that. Like <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite kind of song. Right. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. 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 It's the best. It's emotional in a way. It's like a I know you're joking, but like I feel something. Yeah. No. Keeping in touch. Communication. Yeah. yeah. Like they did in the old days. Gary Shandling's older brother had a pen pal in Japan. Oh wow! Really? And so and, and, and then he died. Yes, like as a little kid. And then Gary took over the pen pal. The pen pal. The pen pal. That was the one person I couldn't get in the Gary Shandling documentary. Oh wow! Was, I found him. Yeah, but I, I couldn't like he, he never like set that, a date to talk about. It. And he came and visited and lived with the Shandlings for a semester when Gary was in what? high school. And I'm like, <laughs> this this is where the good stories are. Yeah. And then he would not set yeah. the date to tell me. You, oh, you end up in that classic trap where someone starts a documentary about one thing and then it ends up becoming exactly. all of a sudden you're following this guy yeah. in japan and like finding exactly. out yeah. what happened to yeah. him that documentary was so good it's obviously great because of the love and memory of gary but the level to which kevin nealon crushes that memorial oh, service yeah is like there's still people who like when i w i went to the club here when you did like the premiere thing and somebody who had already seen it was like Wait till you see how hard Kevin Nealon crushes the memorial. Like it was like comic yeah. to comic, being like, "Yeah, it's one of the greatest sets ever." Which I'm like, yeah. "This is such a fucking comedian thing." Being yeah, like, look, it's sad he's gone. But yeah, those jokes that Kevin Nealon got that in, got him the Tonight Show. He did that yeah. set, and then he did the Tonight Show. <laughs> it was what was amazing about it was that Kevin was crying, but it was almost like he knew. He would cry yeah. and wrote jokes yeah. that would use the crying as a misdirect so you wouldn't think he was about to do a joke. Sure. <laughs> like it was, yeah. it was, it, and it really felt like Gary was on his shoulder <laughs> and said, We are going to make the <laughs> greatest memorial set of all, of all We're time. We're going to crush this. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, that documentary as a comic was like, I was like, I don't write enough. Gary's notebooks and all this. I was like, I am not working nearly yeah, hard enough I have to no be a notebooks good. like that. <laughs> I don't either. It's like when you first yeah. see comedian and Orny's doing all that stuff and you don't know anything yet and you're or kids, you know, and yeah. you're like, I've got to do a goddamn book report every single day to be yeah. a comic. Oh, terrifying. That me. did terrify me because I was like, oh, I don't have that. I don't, I'm not going to have a no. bookshelf just filled with journals <laughs> of ideas. Yeah. Did you ever listen to the DVD commentary yeah. with Seinfeld and Colin Quinn? And he points out that Orny Adams has like all of the jokes, but when it gets to Jewish, it just says Jewish material, but everything <laughs> else was something jokes, yeah. Jewish material. Oh, so funny. <laughs> you had to be respectful about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This respectful. is material. 
material. That's religion. That's religion. Jewish, um, Jewish hunk. And you have you have a book coming out yeah. now. I have a book coming out. You can buy it now. Sicker in the head, which is a sequel to a book I did. Uh, you know, it's for head. charity. I don't I don't keep any of the money, so that's. That pushes people to buy it. Oh sure. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, even if it's not true. It, I, I would love someone motivated by it and they go, "I'm just happy to know Judd doesn't get any of this." I think people <laughs> are happy about that because sometimes you hear like you know some of it is donated charity, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it could be one percent. Sure, like, sure, sure. No, sure. most of the time, by the way, it is like five percent. It's low, but no, yeah, this yeah. is this is all of it, and I know that because we did one book, and then for the second book, the first one sold so much that they gave us like an enormous amount of money. Yeah, and I thought. Well, it's the second book. Can I keep the money in the second book? Yeah. And I'm like, I think ethically I got to give it away. I think it's a sure. good call. And then I'm like, can I give away 5% of it? Yeah. And it felt like I had to do what I did with the first book. I, I think that's great. So 826LA, it's like literacy and tutoring mm-hmm. for kids. So they have these places where you could like send your kid and there's just people there to tutor them for free all, yeah, day, all day. Oh, which, great. Which, you know, as you know. Kids need tutoring. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and so... Is uh, education not good in our country? Is that what uh, <laughs> The amount of money I spent on tutoring is uh, crazy. But um, but I interviewed, like, Sasha Baron Cohen and Nathan Fielder and Mindy Kaling. I mean, it's like 30 interviews. Yeah. And, uh, and they're kind of deep because I did it during the pandemic. I knew everyone was going to be home. The, and sure. in the darkest place yeah, they've yeah, ever yeah, been. Yeah. yeah. With some stuff they needed to get off. Yeah, the I'm ready yeah, to yeah, get yeah. vulnerable. <laughs> everyone yeah. cried during every interview. John, you're like, <laughs> it's July 2020. You've been looking deep within yourself for about five months. <laughs> Want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> you had to base out which guest you interviewed based on how long it would take for them to open up during the pandemic. I knew that it was possible to get uh, people during that time because no one can say no because right. you know that they're home. Sure. Yeah. And then, so then like Letterman said yes. I'm like, oh, so everyone's going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone has too much time. To now know. people are calling you. Hey, I, I, how do I get booked on your book? How do I get to do that? I've got, I just want to get out. I got to get stuff out. Oh, I love that. And that's available uh, Everyone, now. Yeah, you can just go online. Wherever Sicker you buy your books. Head. Yes. Yeah. I have the first copy. I'm looking forward to getting the second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fun. And weirdly, the first one, which is basically just someone described as like, so it's like a podcast written down. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when yeah. I was a kid, that's what I used to do because I wanted to meet comedians. I, I needed an excuse to get in a room and go, how, how does it work? Like, yeah. how, how do you yeah. do it? So right. I started interviewing comedians in high school for my radio station just to, to force like Seinfeld to talk to me in 1984. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and so for, for this one, it's kind of different because I, I still have questions. Right. Like I still want to ask like Sasha, how do you do it? Right. Like, yeah. How did that go? Yeah. And like what the map is and what's yeah. the psyche of it. Like I, I think it's fascinating because they, we do it in music all the time. And then I think people kind of think, well, if you've talked to one comedian who tells you how it's done, then you know what everyone's thinking. It's like, it's not though. It's like looking at a hundred different paintings that none of them are the same. It's like, well, that's the same things most comics are doing on stage. Even if people are like, oh, it's a similar thing. It's like, but it's, it's not, it's different music for each person. So I, I love that. Even as someone who is, you know, at least before the pandemic was doing stand up all the time for 16 straight years, I, even I was asking those, you know, types of questions to myself of like, why am I doing this? What am I trying to do? Wait, how do I do this again? And that Don't you constant feel like too, discovery it also showed you what you loved most about stand up. Like you and I talked about this. You didn't do any of like digital stuff, right? Or you I did, did one, one digital okay. show early on and I was like, I, I, so I can't, I'm going to have to wait. I did I wait. two and then I did one headlining because I had all this new material that I was already doing. I was at Cap City in Austin like when everything went away and I was like, I don't want to lose it. If I could just get this all down and I'll yeah. just record it. So I did that one and then afterwards you and I both talked about it and you were like, yeah, there's some people that like, I've, I'm writing these things and I have to be able to say them to someone. And that's why we had both said, like, if you're going on Zoom shows and it gives you that, I said this to somebody, great, keep doing it. But for you and I, which are very like, how are we doing in this room tonight, people, this moment here? Yeah. We, it was like eating, I kept telling people it was like eating sugar-free ice cream where you're like, I had dessert. But it doesn't really feel like it. Yeah, I did one corporate <laughs> gig. It was like a guy was like first wife's birthday, like hired like it was like Jamie Fox and James Corden. I think Sarah Silverman and John Mulaney. This is all in the pandemic. It's all yeah. in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, he 
I, I think he paid money to us. He paid money to charity, just like a very wealthy, nice sure. man right. who was just going to give his <laughs> wife and his family some fantastic night during this moment. Yeah. And so, and, and I was laughing because I didn't know who was on the show. And you're like, oh, wow. So everyone just took the cash <laughs> to do this. And I, I, you know, I gave that's the money when to you charity. Realized, yeah, Joe, that's yeah. when you realized people were saying yeah. yes to anything. That's when you're exactly. like, we got to do this yeah. book. Yeah. If these yeah. guys are doing this corporate gig, everyone's saying yes. Yeah. And Joe's like, anyways, that's how I got five people for the book exactly. was that one night. <laughs> and I said to myself, I'm going to do this just to see what it's like. I gave the money to charity because I thought this feels kind of uh, unclean. Right. In yeah. Some way, sure, like, sure, I sure. just find to make money and work, but I just felt like more like it's an excuse to give money to someone else. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. And this will probably go very badly because I'm just yeah. talking to like four people, <laughs> you know? And so you know that their friends are, are, are watching, but you don't see them as right. yeah. set up. Yeah. You just see like literally like four people. They weren't in their pajamas, but that was the equivalent of what <laughs> no. it was. Were you, were you sitting or did you stand? <laughs> no, I'm just sitting at my okay. desk and they're just sitting on a couch. Yeah. And, and I get to watch the show beforehand. Yeah. And, and, you know, people are just, you know, running the act. And they're very nice. They are laughing. Like, they're having the Oh, that's the best good. Time. At least they were yeah, expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they were, they were like, great. I could see that being a nightmare of just and, silence. But when suddenly, you know, it was like, you know, bigger people. You're like, yeah. This is, this is an event for this family. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it was fine. But then I never did it again. Then yeah. there were those ones where yeah. it was like, Thousands of boxes. Yeah. yeah. But then they, if they talked, like they wanted to get the laughs, but if they, anyone like talked to someone in the room, forget it. It sounded like no one was paying attention. Right. Right. Because like, yeah. they're all on a mic and they're all like right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So they Hand get, me that. Hand me that. No, I'll take <laughs> another one. Yeah, I'll take another one. <laughs> Those were when I guess people were trying to figure out how to like lower people who were not Getting paying attention. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. want I the, was, the, the drug of it isn't isn't the same. You're like, all right, I'll do this to do it. But then you go, well, if you're not going to, you'd have to pay me some large sum for me to go. All right, I'll do, I'll joyously, joylessly perform. I tried to do it all. I did like lighting and I, I, I ordered a mic stand on Amazon. I was like, I at least need to feel. And it's still, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just do digital shows where people are goofing around with each other without any like real stand up structure. And, and, I can't wait to get back into a room. That was my thing. It was like, yeah. just until I'm back in the room. But then other comics were like, no, I wrote, I wrote it. I want to like get it out and see how it goes. So to go back to your book, it did have a lot of people at a time being like, well, what is it about this that I miss or that feeds me or that is my intention to do? Yeah. You remember Maria Bamford was doing digital shows, yeah. but she wouldn't, she didn't try to make you hear the crowd. Yeah. So if you bought a, a, a digital show from Maria, it was just like her head on the screen and then she would do an hour. Yeah. Just talking Amazing. to camera. She was, was incredible. She did a 10 minute bit about getting an award from Harvard and get kind of getting kind of trapped with the kids. You know, like they give you an award <laughs> just so you'll show up. Sure. Right? <laughs> right. You know, I don't know if it's paid or not, but like that's the whole trick when you're in college. You create an award yeah. and you like invite, you know, Kurt Vonnegut to your college just so that you could talk to him. And, and <laughs> her description of like the abuse of being forced to hang out with the students. All yeah. And it was a funny kind of set because she seemed kind of irritated in a way she normally doesn't. Right, yeah. And it was amazing. I sat in the pandemic in April and just watched her with my whole family How fun for is an that? hour. And we, yeah. well, we love her. Oh, oh I favorite. Yeah, She's the best. She's yeah. the best. You want to um, go? Should we do it? Yeah, let's go. We haven't even, uh, because the name is already there when someone clicks the show, the video, you see it. But we're joined today uh, by... Just Judd. Let's just say Judd. You, you should add it to the, you should, you got to now add it to the front. Like, by the way, we forgot to say Judd's name. At the very oh, top. The last, ep the, the, the last episode uh, of this month or, uh, or, uh, when is what? The, when is what in February? Our friend Chris Garcia. We didn't even say we his name the whole it. time because when people click on it, the name is already, they, they, know. they know what they're getting. They know. Well, now, we, if well, you were coming out from behind a curtain, even then they already know because they click on yes. the thing. They know. <laughs> Although maybe they're so excited about you that it's just like built in to we'll start hope. your next we episode. We, 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 we tell they, ourselves they don't that. Know. We yeah. tell ourselves that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot. You want to go? Uh, let's do it. Okay, really? Let's go to the all right. Okay. Daniel and Rory. That's already the 
the right way to do it. Wrong order. No, they love um, the show, obviously. Just wanted to, that's why they love it. Mm-hmm. I'm just an afterthought. <laughs> just wanted to drop you guys a note and say how much I enjoy the show. My fiance, soon to be wife, and I recently bought a new house. I have been burning through past episodes while working to make this 40-year-old house our new home. You cackling idiots have accompanied me while I've prepared, repaired pocket doors, replaced the kitchen faucet, wired new switches, and tons of other minor to moderate repairs. That is in the eye of the behold i my, my minor to moderate that is not sure. for me it's been bittersweet as we lost my dad last april to covid dad was always the family handyman and could fix any and everything he taught my brother and i pretty well but i'll never be as handy as he was my question is this do you consider yourselves handy if so or even if not what home projects slash repair have you done in the past that you're the most proud of mine was disassembling and repairing the chuck in my impact driver slash drill i don't even know what that is okay after impatiently getting a drill bit stuck i practically could hear my dad laughing and encouraging me to slow down i'm excited for your reply signed your pen pal brian Can I say one thing before we answer? Absolutely. When I looked at your tattoo, I thought on your on your this wrist one? that it said Sean John, <laughs> the, the Diddy fashion oh, gonna, And then I thought, you're going to love my That's the tattoo. funniest tattoo ever to get the Sean John <laughs> logo. <laughs> Were you like Sean? Yeah, I don't even like Sean John. I just got it. I was drunk. I, was like, Give I me pull Sean my shirt John. up and it just says Polo Sport all the way across. <laughs> yeah, we're sponsored. We have endorsements. We have ads. We're selling ads. Maybe that's what you do as you know, as you try to get yeah, you're like ads. a soccer. You yeah. agree to get a real tattoos. A permanent yeah. ad. I'm you're a permanent. Branded. You're literally yeah. branded content. I, Post Malone. Kind my of skin is a NASCAR driver. That's what my <laughs> my skin is. Um, are you a handyman? Can you do home repair stuff? Here's what I thought as I listened to that. Yeah. One, it's very emotional about his sure. father, which is right. terrible. Uh, and I'm sorry. Um, so clearly, like, fixing things is connected to his dad. Right. Sure. And I can't say my dad ever fixed anything. I don't think I ever saw my dad, like, reach for anything to do <laughs> anything. Tool, right? really? like, there was never even a discussion of, like, you would do anything yourself in any situation. Where'd you grow up? East Long, Coast, Island. Long Island. Okay. It was just not done. And so in my house, <laughs> I mean, how little I do. You know, and I, and I have to like say yeah. like, but I have a job and I do another thing which allows us to hire the people exactly. who know how to That's do Exactly. That's how the I thing. feel about it. But, yes. But like, sometimes you get scared because, you know, LA's crazy. There's fires mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And, and you know you you are the head of the household. You have to keep people safe. And you yep. realize like I don't know how to shut off the gas. Like a, like there's like a, a fire coming <laughs> towards, towards the house. And, and such a great specific <laughs> example. And, and like I did buy like a lot of earthquake food, but then everyone's all like, I think we've had it for like eleven years. It's so good. <laughs> where the where the like the fire extinguishers? That's what I figure is oh, handy. But yeah. there was um, you know, I get a call like at four thirty in the morning a few years back, and it's uh. It's like a robocall, and and they're like talking about evacuating sure. because of this terrible fire, fire. that's headed towards you know Santa Monica, and I don't quite hear it perfectly, but they're talking about evacuation, and I think they're saying Get evacuate, out. yeah. And so I wake up my family. I'm like, we have to evacuate. <laughs> what time is this? This is literally like five o'clock in the morning, and so I say to them, okay, just take you know whatever we can fit in the car, yeah. And now we're like picking, you know, like yeah. old love letters and photos of the kids. <laughs> oh my god! In full evacuation. This mode. is like Royal Tenenbaums. Oh no, this is you're like, like Ben Stiller being like, oh go 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 oh, go. Full panic, full yes. panic. And I and I and I run into my daughter's room and I'm like, take one suitcase. How old are they at the time? My daughter is like, maybe she's like, fourteen. Okay. And I say, you know, she's like, I don't need anything. That's exactly what she said. So I don't need anything. Yeah. And, and that's when you knew you succeeded as a father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She's a Buddhist. <laughs> she has no material possessions. She cares I, about. And I swear to God, she said, everything I I need is on the cloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, don't you need something? She's like, a charger. Okay, yeah. a charger. I just need sure. a charger yeah. to be able right. to get it. And, and so she brings nothing. And so we're just in a panic running around. And I'm at my very worst in a panic. And so we leave and we drive like five miles away to my office. And we're watching television. And 
This, the fires are terrible, but slowly we realize that like we're nowhere near it's the fires. Right. And I'm like in a panic because my wife is not cool about things like that. Like, like of me, course. Not hand because it scares her yeah. that like I'm not gonna handle this. She's feeding off well. your anxiety. Right. Yeah. And so we're watching it and I'm kind of like wishing <laughs> the fire would come be a little closer to the house. John, do you do this on stage? <laughs> John, do you talk about this on stage? I've mean, talked about it a little bit, you but so long ago. To. But it was many years ago. But Wishing the fire would get a little just bit Just enough to be like, it's a good thing we left. It's just, 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 right? so, just, just so the family yes. can go, thank you, Dad. You're like a reverse <laughs> force majeure. Did you ever see? <laughs> it was. Yes. It was exactly a reverse yes. force majeure. And then now there are fires have happened again, and now they will not leave. No, oh, no, 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 they don't believe anything. Oh, I say. Yeah. Now we ride it out. Even there was a fire. You're, like, you're, you're their boy who cried wolf. That, that's what they think of fires now. There was a fire like kind of like a few blocks over, like the real fire. And, oh. and my wife was like, "We are, we're staying." And you're like, Why did we go to the office? Just family has turned into people who live in Destin, Florida, and are yeah. like, "We are not going." <laughs> we're fine. Hurricanes happen. All the time. What do we care? That is. Oh my so god. So I'm not handy in any way. And I didn't know how to shut the gas off. And then I learned how to shoot the, the gas to shut the gas off. And like I can't remember. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. one of those people if you go like, okay, it's halfway down, right. it's off. Ten minutes later it's gone. It yeah. will never come back. That's right. So I need everything laminated. I need like thing and then I lose the lamination. It is crazy. What, what were the in if you did grab three, what were the three oh, things oh, that I you? Yeah, because now did. I know. Yeah, right. I know, I know what, what I care did, about. You know what, what it really matters. It's, it's so sad. like John Candy and <laughs> Summer so Rental. Like with it's as much so as sad. Can. It's like I really want to grab like the hard drive of my big computer. Of yeah, course, yeah. Of course, all the 100%. photos. I get that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I, good. I I really want to grab like photos. It's all photos, and like I have like a massive like autograph collection from when mm. I was a child. Yeah. So basically I'm leaving all of these important things and just bringing James Garner's autographed photo <laughs> with me. <laughs> Rocker Files, don't fuck around. Rocker it's Files not, is It's not even a question that that's yeah. the most important yeah. thing. Your wife's like, what are you grabbing that? Because this is yeah. how we buy our next house. <laughs> Once this, this one's is where gone. I started. You don't want me to take what I started with? How yeah. would we restart? Yeah. Look at what we have that we're about to lose. This is how oh. we build it again. This <laughs> what you're saying though about the thing, because we're such creative types and, and Rory, I know the way we build sets and stuff like that. Like, I'm always like, well, we'll go do it. Like, if I have to write something or on stage, like, well, we'll get out there. We'll figure it out. It'll be great. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, lighting a pilot light or something, I'm looking every, like, I'm forgetting that I'm forgetting. Like, I'm like, yeah. the, I, okay, it is this. It, and I feel like I can't. Yeah. The amount of check-in back and forth. The house could blow. Oh, have you ever this. built anything? Even like, like a coffee table. Oh bird house. You mean assemble? No, I mean like nothing. You mean assemble made. or build? I mean, well, assemble. I've, I, I, I'm not so, anything that I've done. I'm not impressed if someone's. I'm like, well, I know the level I'm at, and you I've, know, I've assembled things. You know, when you buy like a toaster and there's like a little plastic film yeah, on yeah, it yeah. that has like some instructions. That was the third thing you grabbed in the fire. That's all I know. I know. <laughs> That's handy to me is pulling the little plastic <laughs> yeah. film off of yeah. like the yeah. top of an item. I agree. It's I agree with that. Like if yeah. you use like. Headphones, Beats by Dre. Is that mm -hmm. considered handyman handy. work? Like syncing those up? Figure out how to connect them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I hand to God, I was Digital handyman. Getting the smart light bulbs all set up in my place did feel like quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Of course. To like get all those going. You felt like you were a legit Sonos. lighting technician. Oh, yeah. A Sonos yeah. setup. Yeah. I but get to it. Yeah. I, am, I am a little handy. Are you? I am not. At all. My wife, uh, Jordan, she's way more than I am. Like I don't I really know. Stuff. I'm like you. I don't know I the gas shut off. And I and I fear it all. I have anxiety about, about those things. Like like knowing how to turn the gas off in the event of uh, an emergency. And it what's so... This is the, the... My brain is that I live in fear of these things. And I make no effort to, to just to learn it, it right. to then relieve the anxiety. Go, well, I'll do this if that. Instead, I go, what if that happens? Someone's like, well, then what's your solution? I go, I don't know. And I you know I could do tire. the homework. Flat I've, ch I've changed tires. You can do it? I haven't had it happen. Yeah. Can I tell There's a very quick story. Cut my hand. Uh, when into pieces. Into pieces. Uh, cut my hand. Uh, Jordan was at home with Elliot when she was very young. Yeah.
I said, I have to go to urgent care because I this you definitely right needs away. stitches. Right. I was like, I just know it. Yeah. So Jordan's like, well, can I drive you? I'm like, no, you've got the baby. I did ice, holding ice. I bandaged it up, bandaged, and I drove to the urgent care, got to the urgent care, gave me the shot, cleaned it, did all the stitches, and then I'm... And I'm doing okay. You know, I'm like yeah. this. Yeah. And I tell Jordan, I was like, hey, I'm just going to stop at the grocery store real fast because I know we need like these three things and I can carry three things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go and do it, get out to uh, my car. Yeah. And there's a flat tire. And I have one <laughs> in the parking lot. So I put everything in you're there like and I change the tire with one hand. Now you're and bragging. It just meticulously. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I kind of wanted to get to this. That's why I like. Jeff, I this he, he tells the story every month. Every Once every month. episode. And I I changed the tire, put the new one on. I'm beaming like I I just fucking. Fuck I'm a are. soldier. I did. Something. I'm a soldier. I did something. Yeah. And then I get home, and the other tire is flat because someone. uh uh, was going around Silver Lake popping tires and in the parking same lot. Same person got you twice in the yeah. same day? because when I went to take, I t- so now I don't have a spare because I've just used right. a spare. So when you I go to spare? the place, no, I had to go to the place on a flat tire. Uh, that was It was going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get there and the guy goes, I don't want to scare you. I don't know where you live. I don't know where this happened. I go, well, I was at Gelson's and he was like, there is a guy going around Silver Lake that's definitely puncturing tires and the way I just looked at your tire to see where it is, he's like, I don't know what you would have hit to cause a knife-sized kind of like right, thing. Right, right. And I was just like, oh, that's that's fun to know. Like, that was my day, stabbing myself. Then my car gets stabbed. There's a guy <laughs> going around stabbing things. Um, but that's that's probably, when it comes to having to change a tire, I can do that. I can, I'm great at doing doing the work when there's a boss to say, this is what you do and how you do it. I, can, I like you it. You take the instructions. I well. can take the instructions and paint. I do like it, but my brain does you not work that way. You Painting, paint. sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Walt, like you yes. know how to do that. You did yeah. that in New York. Can you, can either one, can you, either one of you like take a door off? You could probably do that. I can take painting. a door off. Put the yeah. door back on. You know how to yeah. do those things. Oh, put it back on. No, yes. no, 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 no. I recently, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's like a, in your refrigerator, there's like this valve that uh, I think it's called like, it's not defroster. I don't remember what it is right now, but it like conducts the air in and out through your freezer or whatever. Mine went out, so I ordered a part on Amazon, and then I was able to replace and fix my own refrigerator. That felt that saved you like six hundred dollars. Yes, my that wife in high school good. changed her own oil, and yeah. I've when she told me that story and her dad confirmed it. I've felt inferior since that day. <laughs> do you want to do it? <laughs> it's really just like a stick with a line. Yeah. But yeah. I did. Scary. You got to get under there. There's a pan. Yeah. And then you yeah. release that. When she was like, I was in high school. She goes, I don't know. I just read about it and figured out how to do it because I really wanted that to change so my own tricks. oil. And I was like, I've never been driven at that level in my life to accomplish anything. See, I, my first car was a 72 Chevelle. And you don't have to brag on this show. Oh, Everyone, you're, you're, you people love you here. And, um... I learned so much about cars from that because those old cars are literally almost like Lego pieces. Like this goes here and this goes there and they're big. So there's plenty of room to work. So from that, I learned a lot about like we, I switched out my own starter and I could change my own brakes, brake pads and calipers yeah. uh, and rotors as well. So I learned a lot. That's massive. That. My joy yeah. is not doing it. Like yeah. yes. I don't really buy anything. Like I have no interests. I just need paper to write letters to people like Hal Linden or something yeah, like right. I don't I don't really need anything right. so I don't like buy like a nice car I like sure. I have no collections of yeah. anything right. that costs money I don't really like nice clothes I don't like jewelry like there's nothing really that the fruits of my labor yeah. would get me yeah. other than uh valet parking right i love valet parking oh, yeah and i love uh not doing things yeah you like so I don't want like a nice car I would like someone to Take the car when it's broken. Yeah, like that's, well, that, that's my fancy me, that's, car. That's my Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's I. I totally subscribe to that because I often think like, oh, well, I should know how to do these things. But I think the people who do know how to do those things, sure. I do. I think they do find joy them in them. It. But like in your Don't case, take it away from a mechanic. Yeah, but <laughs> take it away. I, I really think that. I really think you know you you work hard and you do stand up. You write books. You make films and you you write films and you that is the work that you're doing that someone sees to go. Oh, I I watched a, a film and it and our family watched it together and we had an experience and and a moment. 
And then you go, yes. And to that person, I need a, a door fix in my house. And they're like, I do that. And you go, great. And the money that I made from making a thing that people watch that mm-hmm. I enjoyed making, I give to you to do the job that you do. And not, not to say like, oh, this person hates that job or loves that job. Right. It's just going, hey, my brain power goes to do this other thing because that's contributing to the economy economy of people having jobs if i didn't learn how to write i would know how to fix the flat you would know something that's what i'm saying yeah yes of course of course But that's also like that what you're saying about what you would take like your commodity that you trade in is relationships and people and stories and memories and then that obviously is also like how we all make our trade and do what we do so when you leave the house you aren't like well i need the lamp i built because I don't trade in that sort of thing. I'm going to say all this uh, to Leslie when she gets mad at me because I can't do anything. <laughs> like, I've never said this before. Is it fit? But this seems to be maybe my response. Yes, yeah, happy that My it. commodity is not putting together the new, you know, computer desk. Right. right. Yes. Right. It's what I put in the computer when it gets on the Does desk. Does she do that stuff? Is she like, I can, I'll fix this thing. I'll um, do this thing. I don't think she's necessarily a fixer. But, like, she can, like... If she wants to, she like kind of cook anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, and so every once in a while, I'm like, we should eat home more often because we eat out a lot. I know, it's like the we best. like eating out. So fun. And and she's like, you never ever cook. Like you could, you could pick a day and say, I'm going to make the meal. Yeah. And and she's right. Like I I I don't. But yeah. it takes so long. I get bored. I know. And I never think I'll do it better than the restaurant. I know. There is a joy Rory if you can find cook. a joy like in cooking. It. Yeah. Every now and then, the my wife and I just, she does love cooking. And we just happen to be on the same page where she's like, I'm going to make this for dinner. And for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, I'll cut up some onions. I'll do the thing. I'll do Here this part of it. And then suddenly I'm like, yeah, all right. Now we're, we're kind of cook. Like if you yeah. knew how to cook where you didn't have to look at something to do it yeah. and you could just do it. Like You'd improv. probably love yeah. it. You you like, yeah, a little salt it. on this and do this. And then I add this and you're just doing it. Yeah. Well, to me, it would just be grilled cheese sandwiches. It would just be stuff that would kill me. Like if you said, like Judd learned to but cook, also pretty good everything too. I yeah. cooked would kill me. I wouldn't like cook the good thing. Yeah, right. Like I'd go straight to like the worst thing on earth. Yeah, yeah, but it's good, honey. There's a fire. Good. Grab your three favorite things. All of my stuff is on the cloud. The only thing I can grab is my lactose intolerance. Dad, Judd's like, I made this grilled cheese. We're taking. We're gonna need this. Yeah. I love your daughter being like, material possessions mean nothing, Dad. I I have you, and that's all I need. And you're like, honey, that is so touching. Grab my bowling ball. I'll meet you in the car. We got to get out of here. (laughs) The other thing I was going to say before we wrap on this is when you're going through like a remodel in your home, Oh, and I've had this happen where you, it wasn't a full remodel, but like someone's doing something very proficiently I can't do. Yeah. And I simultaneously am enthralled with watching them do it and also feel like, Almost embarrassed that I'm just standing here Same. looking at Same. them do the thing. You feel less. But it blows me away. And I, I'm a huge HGTV fan. Like, yeah. when they bring them in to be like, all right, now you guys are going to help us. I wouldn't, I would be like, no. I mean, I'm good. I'll help you knock down a wall. But all the other <laughs> stuff, just let me stand right. here and watch. Because one, why would you want to screw it up? And two, you're so good at this. Yeah. Like, there's something, there's TikToks that are just people like fixing things and they do it all with like the little like ASMR sound and the quick cuts or yeah. cleaning things. And I could watch it. I could watch it for days. Yeah. I have a question about ASMR. Yes. Are you always supposed to be masturbating when you listen to yes. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. always yeah, yeah. about? No matter what it is, <laughs> even if it's not sexual. Like people <laughs> like it just because they like it or is it always like it turns into a creepy thing? I think it always does, right? I don't, I don't think does so. It affect, I think it it's meant to, me. there is a pleasure just? to it. Does it affect you? It's a neurological uh, It makes you thing. want to run out of the room screaming. Yeah. Okay. Like when there's a, like, oh, here's a woman and she's like sucking crab out of a crab. Oh, that's crabby. You know, like I'm just like, ah, like that's oh, you just started with the wrong ASMR. <laughs> you started in the wrong Judd, Judd You goes, have to work no, up to crab no, sucking. No, Judd goes, this <laughs> ASMR, it's always like some girl who starts having sex with these two guys. No, Judd, that's porn. Judd, you're watching porn. <laughs> that's not ASMR. <laughs> oh. Um, no, I gotta so say, funny. Brian, thank you so much for this letter. Uh, so much fun. Again, uh, heartbreak uh, for your uh, experience of, of what you're dealing with with your your dad, but uh, you, there is something to the fact that he gave you the gift of knowing how to repair your house, and every time you have to do anything that is a handyman related thing, uh, he is there laughing at you and encouraging you to slow down. So, thank you for this letter and sharing with us. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and... 
Judd Apatow. <laughs> oh, good ASMR. It's just you saying Someone your name. Just blew a load. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Pennies and Pallers and anybody else who just showed up here, hi, I'm Daniel Van Kirk. I know I'm doing an ad, but it's for a good reason. So don't jump ahead because then you do that thing where you jump back and then you went too far and maybe you've jumped back into this moment and I'm still talking. So just hold on or thank you for staying with me. The reason I'm doing this is because I'm back on tour. The Together Again tour is heading to the Northeast on April 5th. I'm going to be in Albany, and then the next night on the 6th, I'm in Worcester, which I hope I just said correctly, in Massachusetts, and then on the 7th, I'm in Boston, and then the 8th and the 9th, Friday and Saturday night, I'm going to be in Philadelphia, and then on the 10th, I'm in New York City. So go to DanielVanKirk.com to get tickets and to hang out with me, pennies and pallers. I got handed a whole bunch of letters when I just did my uh, Pacific Northwest run. I hope I get letters from you guys at this one, too. It's at DanielVanKirk.com, and... And maybe Rory and I haven't even said this yet. Maybe I'm breaking it here in the ad so you're even more cooler for listening. I'm doing the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. I'm doing headlining sets. I'm doing my own show. And Rory and I are doing a live pen pals at the Come and Take It Comedy Festival in Houston, Texas. Right now, you can get discounted tickets. Buy them before they get higher in price, which they're going to do when you find out everybody else who's going to be there. Go to the secret group, htx.com. And come and see me and Rory. It's a live pen pals in Houston where, where it all began with tuxes all those years ago. So come out, do that. It's the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. That is May 19th, 20th, and 21st. And then at the beginning of April, I'm going to be in the Northeast. Go to DanielVanKirk.com for all that stuff. Sincerely, I wish you well, and I hope I see you. Bye. And we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, those ads, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you felt changed by them, and 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 uh, you feel inspired to look into them. They yeah. were they were for Meta. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll take that. Yeah, that's they true. were for uh, the U.S. government <laughs> yep. uh, attempt to get people to join the military. Yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a lot of recruiting. Who else? Those are, we who do, who else we only do recruitment <laughs> ads. There was probably an ad for just me begging people to come see me on tour. That yeah. probably happened. Yeah. I, uh, as far as plugs go, uh, watch <laughs> physical. I've said the same thing every week. Watch physical season two will be out, uh, at some point, uh, at some point it'll be out Hopefully at some point, summer, right? probably June, I think. Uh, but, uh, I'm going to look to get back on the road. It's uh, also at some point. So <laughs> I have nothing. You I have nothing I of value. Plugs? So vague. Yeah, you know, this is how bad I am at uh, promoting myself. I make no effort to do it. But uh, you know what? Look, if there's something you want to see that I've made or done, get on Google and whatever the first thing is, that's probably the best thing that it that um, is. So, okay. yeah, yeah. So so watch or listen to that. Everything yeah. for me is at danielvankirk.com. Hopefully, I've already announced new tour dates. We're looking at the Northeast. I'm talking like Philly, New York, Albany, Rochester, Buffalo, uh hopefully Wooster, Boston, all that stuff should be at danielvankirk.com. And then I'll be at Moon Tower. I'm doing a live Dumb People Town with the Sklars. I'm doing a whole bunch of comedy sets. And then Ryan Sickler and I are doing our Living Wake podcast, which is a night of uh, comedy and love in that order. And celebration. We, uh, tell someone how much we mean to them while they're still here. So, How uh, much you mean to them? What? How much you mean to them? Oh, I will too as well. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's what you said. How much I mean to we them? We tell them how much oh, we mean to them while they're still here. That's what I tell here. you a lot of my board. You know what I give to Wait you. Wait a second. That format is confusing me. You do a living wake. A living yeah. wake. So it's like the opposite of a roast? Yes. So it's You praise someone. So literally, like if it was you, right, you would come up, you sit on stage, you're not allowed to speak. And then we have like three to four people who love you throughout your life, like a Kevin Neal. Like everything that happened in the Shamling doc, which also had a big influence on me um while the person is actually here to hear it and hear those things and then at the end you would then get to speak and say here's my remembrance of that story kevin nealon just told um and then we have a little like a uh, uh, punch and ham sandwich uh, crowd watches afterwards. this yes and then it's just a night of like Love. Like Ricky Schroeder or someone, like a guest yeah. star. Yeah. People talk yeah, yeah, yeah. about great, it. Isn't great like, first example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we get a lot of anti maskers. <laughs> we really start, like, start with the anti maskers, see if you can bring them yeah, in. Like with a love. Kevin Sorbo yeah. out there. That <laughs> yeah. talk it's a real yeah. challenge. Yeah. You and Ryan really challenge yourselves <laughs> to find the good. Um, but I, well, our whole thing was like, 
what if we did some of this stuff while we were here and not to people who are like at the end, right? Remember they did the Rickles thing uh, uh, like 10 years ago, whatever, and it was wonderful and amazing, but you did kind of feel like, I'm glad we're doing this now. You yeah. don't insult people no. who, who, who just say, I think you're going to die soon. Should we do this yeah. TV thing? You have to do it at the point where that person also knows they will die soon. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's an insult to say to like a, a healthy 70-year-old, we yeah. want to pay tribute to you because yeah. I think there's not a lot, a lot of gas a delicate, in the tank. It's a delicate uh, a timing. Forty-five-year-old. I just think it's always like it's always so crazy to me when we lose someone and then people that you didn't know had relationships with them and people you did tell stories or say things and you're like, what if in a very fun non-morbid way we just set up a night to go you know how much this person means to me and here's a great funny story from when we were coming up you know? yeah like yeah, i yeah. think about the opening of uh funny people with you guys prank calling each other and then you're in north hollywood and you're like man if some if somebody were to share those moments or tell those stories even for just one night like it would just be hilarious and a really good feeling when like in that room so that's what we're doing it's called the living wake the uh you know my fear sometimes when i get asked like be a part of roasts. Like I got asked, like host one of the Jeffrey Ross roasts, sure. and I said no because I don't want to know what the joke is on me. I know, you know because it's always a common joke. Like, you're like oh, they think you're a douchebag, and every joke is about what a douche you are, or they think you're cheap, or yeah. right, whatever right, it is. Right, right. Like I know. I'll find out. And I know that joke is swirling somewhere. There's some definition of me that would hurt my feelings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't walk in that room because it will be revealed sure. i i totally get that it, but see doesn't a living wake sound more that sounds good but then i would maybe i'd be like sad that like you know you you could only find like people that i don't like that much. one of them one of them you don't really know them that well you're like this is who you got it's not even a bad turnout for yeah the panel would hurt. i met them one yeah. time Judd, a lot of people love you however we, we could couldn't only get, get them we couldn't get them we could only get three yeah. background actors from 40 exactly. year old virgin yeah, yeah. but they have good things to say about crafting it's all positive yeah. um but you speaking of of documentaries you've got uh, a documentary about george uh, carlin yeah i uh, i'm finishing up now with the uh, Michael Bonfiglio, who I direct with a two-part deep, deep George Carlin. Dive. I'm so excited oh, wow. about it. And you yeah. know, most people know nothing about him. Yes. They right. literally, like, he was very private. Hippy dippy weatherman, right? I just watched like three hours, like every letterman he ever did. Yeah. And like wow. maybe there's like 90 seconds where he talked about himself in a real way. Yeah. In right. three hours. Did you watch the Tom Snyder interview where he talks? I mean, he talked about it many yeah. times, but the Tom Snyder interview, like in probably 94, 95, where he talks about quitting cocaine, cold turkey. Did you have you? Seen, I haven't seen that. But, but he, he talked about it many times. It's yeah, so wild. He just was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah. not doing this anymore. But the funny thing about that, even that clip, is it's like a lie because I think that oh, really? what he would do is he was like, yeah, I quit cocaine. And then we would you know, do our research and go, oh, no, he did it for another eight years. <laughs> you know? yeah. So there was like yeah. the public discussion. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, and he loved to do uh, cocaine like alone. Like, he wasn't hanging out with right. people. He yeah. liked to write yeah. and just turn on a tape recorder and sing songs and listen to music. And I feel like I get that. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm like that with pot. I yeah. have no, like, getting high by yourself and zooming out and doing whatever, you yeah. know, get writing and or being creative. That's how I feel about ice cream. Really? Yeah, uh, I it's love ice cream. Secret to yourself? I knew it was bad during the pandemic when I ate two pints in a <gasps> row. Like, it's the first time I ever, like, said, I'm you so know, proud maybe of I could you. start a second pint. And ate it. Yeah. And I was, that's, there is that, that point in a pint where you're like, I, you're like, you know, I might as well keep going. Right. When it starts to move around like a ball and you're like, I'm only an inch keep, left. Yes. As an inch then you, left. But then did you go out like onto your balcony, like Charlie Sheen and just go, who am I? <laughs> I had one night where I got really depressed. I don't remember what, what happened. Something happened. And I went to Ralph's, and I just said, "I'm going all the way. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going in." And what I bought was yeah, I well, bought I ice know. cream, but what I did buy was like really cheap, like yeah. like in the like tub? A cake, like like <gasps> oh, the, the yeah. cheapest, sheet, like, like yeah. lemon sheet, but multiple like four different flavors, yeah, and yeah. just candy and Kit Kats. And I just sat in, at the kitchen islands and just worked my way through it, and was so proud that I only ate. Two thirds of I, everything I bought. I wildly respect this. I have so much. If you told me you were in your best mood and you did yeah. that, I'd be like, good for you. I mean, I do love when you have a who gives a fuck day. Like it yeah. is, it is the best. Yeah. Wait, do you remember the ice cream you went back to back on double pints? Same or different? Oh, it's flavors? always Haagen Dazs. It's like mint chip. 
So the healthier, the healthier version of ice cream. <laughs> it's like a thousand milligrams of cholesterol. Judd. Uh. I, 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 uh, I also want to mention I have a movie coming out and it's um, for Netflix yeah, called great. The Bubble that's coming out this spring about a group of actors trying to finish like a dinosaur action film <laughs> during the pandemic while in a bubble in England. Yeah. And uh, Leslie's in it and, and Keegan-Michael Key and Kate McKinnon and uh, Pedro Pascal and Karen oh, wow. Gillan's a star of it. Uh, and Fred Armisen plays the director and it's really crazy yeah and it's oh, the I first i guess movie about this time sure which may be way too soon yeah is what i'm noticing well like, i thought this would be i would time it out well like too, right too soon like we're sort of still in it kind of vibe is that what you mean yeah too soon like do we want to laugh it's not really it's not really about disease it's about isolation sure mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And it's it's about going crazy because you're stuck in your house thinking about your life yeah too much but i am about to find out what too soon is because yeah. I went for it really oh, hard. I can't wait for this. Chuck, can I ask you a quick question? So many of your projects like have such heart to them and like live in the real moment of like, what would that, yes, that's funny, but what it, what would that really feel like for that yeah. person or what would that interaction be? When you, going forward, do you, will masks show up in your productions at all? Like if somebody's on a yeah. plane, will some people have masks on or will you go none? Oh, and that's like interesting. Happen. The slight reference well, of yes. it. Well, will yeah. it be, how real will it be to where we are? Because so many moments in your projects are played for it. Like I think of, you know, Kamel's Big Sick and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you have to choose. We just shot uh, the Billy Eichner movie, yeah. Rose, yeah. you know, which is a gay rom-com that Nick Stoller wrote with him and, and directed. And it's going to come out in the fall. Mm -hmm. And that's a, no mask. We are in a universe where none of this happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to make that choice. Like, yeah, I know. It's yeah. not there. I kind of think that's where I'd fall too. And then in our movie, a lot of it is that they're shooting and they're making this movie. And I guess if it was logical, they would all be in masks all the time. You would never see anyone's face in right. the entire movie. Right. Yeah. So I had to create a reality where everyone is violating all the rules all the time right. and no one's taking it seriously <laughs> right. enough. And the, the person who's giving advice about what to do for the studio is an idiot. So anytime people are Perfect. talking like someone's chewing on their mask, or <laughs> like everyone is like, has it half on or, you know, so, but every scene we're like, what can we do to screw up the mask? Yeah. Uh, in the movie. So yeah, it is a tricky one because I was watching a show and it wasn't a show where people were wearing masks. And then suddenly there was an element yeah. of the pandemic in the show. Right. And it was kind of like a quarter reality. And it did throw me in a way yeah. where I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I thought like, wait, where am I? I? It makes me want to make everything take place in 1992. Yeah. Same Same exact yeah. thing. Because I was thinking about this. I was like, man, if I, because I'm writing this thing right now. And I'm like, if this if this opens on them waiting in line at a bank or like at a deli and and people have masks on or some people do and some people don't, then I've got it out of the way. The universe yeah. tells you right away, like, oh, we're still kind of in this. But then I wouldn't want it all the time because like you run into this. This is what superhero movies have faced forever. One of the reasons they didn't want to make uh, Deadpool is because he spends so much time in the mask. And like, we have to see our movie star. Yeah. But if you have a world in which they do, you're going to get studio notes. Where, like, do they need to wear the mask yeah. that much? Because yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't really see. It's a real And, and our masks about to go away or are we about to have masks for the rest of our lives? So we, we don't. I wonder, like, no. I feel like maybe airplanes. You have to take, everything has to take place in Florida. For really? I was about to say, it really <laughs> depends where you are. Because some places are like, what's a mask? You're like, okay, that's says a lot. It would be great, though, if going forward, you're like, no, all of Judd's movies do happen in the same universe in the fact that after 2020, he only made movies that took place between 1994 and 1998. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just it. Or yeah. in Tampa. <laughs> Tampa's or, like Or it's set in place, Tampa. Right? Woody Allen has Manhattan and I have Tampa. You're walking around the house being like, you're like, babe, what's another movie that could take place in Scottsdale? Yeah. That's almost a great just little thing thing that pops up on the, the opening shot you're like tampa present day parentheses no masks like just so be like, oh, okay good no okay. matter right, yeah well, I, I thought when you said tampa i kind of assumed it oh you want to do a letter let's do it okay, speed here round here we, go. here we go sorry dear pen pals 
The two reading this on air and all the rest listening along, also their new pen pal, Judd Apatow, I wanted to celebrate with you because as of today, I'm officially a paller. That's somebody who's listened to every episode up to what has been released. I am also celebrating my one-year Daniversary. That was pretty good. This week, so I'm sending a thank you out to the guy dressed up as a Jedi at last year's Halloween night show in San Francisco who grew the shoe and changed my life for the better. In turn, I have done my best to hashtag grow the show and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that you will come back to Petaluma soon for some live pen pals action. It's much closer and easier than getting to San Francisco, not to mention way more chill. This brings me to my question. So this was sent to us October 2019. This okay. Sent to us. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. We hold on to these for a while. Uh, here's the question. Um, the night of the Halloween show, we met Daniel and my husband shook his hand and my husband, a loyal townie, that's dumb people town and only occasional paller remarked to me about how soft Daniel's hand was since that night. My, uh, my, he has grown increasingly conscientious about <laughs> applying lotion and exfoliating to get his hands as soft as Daniel's unrelatedly in the last few years, I have gotten more conscientious about hair care. My hair is long and naturally curly, and even though I'm 39, a fellow August 1980 baby, I'm choosing to grow gray naturally. Whilst I, while experimenting with techniques to make it look as, the, as good as possible, I know you feel me, fellow curly pennies and pallers. My question is, do either of you have a personal care habit some people might find odd, quirky, or obsessive i suspect discussing this will help us all break out of the secret shame we feel around caring for these strange fleshy packages we live in that's a way to put that the first or after this letter also had a question based on roy's experience but since someone else asked it i'm just going to include a shout shout out about it one of our favorite shows is undateable where we first discovered rory we can't find it to stream but i'm still routinely pull up YouTube clips to enjoy it, and we never get tired of laughing and singing along. I hope you had as much fun making the show undateable as we have watching it. It's definitely one of a warm blanket shows. Your pen pal, Beth. Beth. Okay. First of all, are your hands supposed to be soft? It seems well, like, so it kind of well, goes back to our first manual labor. <laughs> the fact that none of us are handymen. I mean, our hands are like do we like heavenly. that? Like if you shake a hand and it's like really milky soft, like a baby's butt. Oh, you mean like too soft? Do you feel good about that? Oh, well, look at it's a wonderful life. Let me shake your hand. That seems about right. I feel the same for I you. I didn't feel like that was uh, yeah. too soft. Have you? Have you have I wouldn't have made I've a been comment told I, about I it. I think I have clammy hands, so I try you to do? avoid you got it. Clam hands? Because I think people that shake my hand and they're like, oh, "What's this guy nervous I've about?" I'm like, <laughs> "The world what, all the time." <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I have nice hands, yeah. but I've never thought about it, like in terms of like keeping them soft yeah. or anything. You know, you know what? And I, you, maybe this is a thing that you know. We're talking but about this as Amy Mann walks I know, in the I room <laughs> for the next show. I have my- I cannot <laughs> mention that because then I just- Especially because it's right through the door. I just start thinking about music and I get melancholy. I feel emotions. Like I, all sorts of stuff is rising in <laughs> yeah. me right now. I don't, I, I don't hear you. Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> Rose? You keep talking, and Judd's like, I don't think you understand. I saw that your next guest is Amy Mann, and you're still trying to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't see her. I wish um, you would just wise up. These are <laughs> these are my two quick things. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to go, these are my two hands. These are my two hands. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rose said that I had nice hands one day when we were shooting physical, and I Brag. said, oh, thank you. I was like, what are you? I was like, they're okay. And she goes, no, a lot of, there's a lot of male actors who have very strange, like weird hands, really? and I never thought about it until she said that and now when i watch anything i'm trying to look to see what do the hands look like size wise anything strange it's now like locked into my head second hand. thing i met uh, arnold schwarzenegger one time shook his hand and had the same experience where when i shook his hand i was like God, i want like a nice hug from you like what is this hand? what well, are you I mean, doing got a with your hand? you liked it he it was like just this like it was just like a perfect hand yeah. i couldn't even Here, give me one like it truly yeah. That's a good. That's a good answer. That's a good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Judd, you said it. Like when you feel a milky, that's the scene in It's a Wonderful Life. When he, when when George, who's scrapped and scraped and done everything he could for the community of the town, and old man Potter's like, you look like a man whose ship has just come in. And he, he shakes uh, Lionel Barrymore, right? He shakes his hand, and he then he looks at it, and he, he goes, no, that's 
I can't, the hand, the way that felt. And then he goes off on him and says, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to, you look like a me. Spin your wired spider's webs. But that's a thing of like shaking hands. I don't, I don't have any regimen. I don't, I don't do anything. Do you yeah. guys do anything? What would the I do nothing. Be? I don't there do anything. Is, I, my wife is cream. great at like putting lotion, moisturizer after like a shower all over. All over. And we've talked about this. I've recently tried to do it because I do I, I don't concede like it, it is healthy. I just don't like how I put Wait, it clothes on. Are we supposed to put creams on? We're supposed to be all doing the time? creams all yeah, the I mean, time. I say this as someone whose family uh, <laughs> do commercials for Jerkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I don't even know like but do you about do face it. Lotion? But they didn't ask me to be. Judd's two questions were today were, are we supposed to always masturbate to ASMR and are we always supposed to be lotion? And you know what? Those things can go hand in hand. Are we supposed to be putting creams all over our body all the time? Are we supposed to be putting lotion in our hand to jerk off to ASMR? Yeah. Do you put face lotion on? No, I don't do, do it. I use I literally use I, Irish. I, put I use Irish I spring soap. I don't. I use. Yeah. And, and you know what? I once said I use Irish spring soap somewhere. They sent me like ten years of Irish spring great? soap. Really? So now I have to use it for yeah. the rest of my for life. <laughs> Based on so principle. much, I yeah. can waste it. I know. And I'm like, would any of this That's what you better? grabbed in the fire. Just a box of Irish Spring. <laughs> Put it in the car. No, you you get out. You take a separate car. The Irish Spring has to go We're in We're going to be in the office for months. <laughs> I'm not going to smell you guys. I don't want to smell you guys. Oh. That yeah, I don't know that I have anything specific. I think I do a decent job of taking care of myself. I can always, I mean, all of us in every aspect of our lives could always be doing more and better. But I think I do guys, okay. Do you guys condition? Condition? Sure. I no, so I, I do. don't even wash it twice. I shampoo. Although well, I still use the amount of shampoo that I used to use when I had more and longer hair. Yeah. Like okay. I, I never like go like I literally need a the smallest a dollop. dollop. No. Yeah. No. I'm I'm doing Judd Apatow in uh, at twenty. Yeah. 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 Shampoo. yeah I, I'm face yeah. lotion. When I, when I first lived in LA for for six years, I didn't have a car. Yeah. And so I was walking and standing at bus stops all the time, and so I would get sunburned. Yeah. So some somebody turned me on to being like, do face lotion that has SPF in it. Yeah. Do that's that every right. day. So that happens all the time. When I go to shave, I have an oil. That I put on a pre-shave, then I shave it, and then I have an after-shave like. This is why this letter was for you, and how delicate and wonderful your hands hands. are. I'm just, I just thought. You care. I love that you guys don't have to do anything. I don't love it. Well, I wish I did more. To. We should. Know, we, we should. We should be doing something. I. I. I'm. Do, when do you, I'm shooting something, that's when you get in the makeup chair and they're actually putting that moisturizer on my face. So daily, I'm getting yeah. that. That's when I'm probably at my. Do you manscape my best. anything? Sure. You do. Okay. Yeah. You. You'll clean up. And I mean, ever like since that. Manscaped, this is just fishing for ads. <laughs> ever since Manscaped, brought to you by Manscaped, uh, sent a free, free kit over. I was like, I was like with the. Spring. I was like, well, I gotta use this. That's how I know the phone is actually listening. Right. Like, you know, you have those things that they You're push right. ads. Yeah. And yeah. it's always back hair trimmers. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, they're just listening to me talk. There's no <laughs> chance that they're sending this to, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Like, this is going. How are we looking me. back there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's I tried to slogan. see if it was real, like that they listen. So I sure. just, for a while, just kept talking about how I couldn't figure out what kind of cat food to feed my kitten just to see if yeah. an ad yeah. would ever come yeah. in right. and it didn't come in but right. I yeah. really tried it for to test it to they're see so if deep, it was they know when you're lying that's how deep <laughs> I, I would believe that actually I would believe that uh, I love this letter thank you so much Beth you sent it a long time ago uh, in a different world but we got it in this one and I hope that you heard it um, we don't do much but we, we do I think we're doing okay Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful We're doing hands, okay. Clam hands and all. Uh, <laughs> we wish you all sincerely your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and Judd Apatow. Love it. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show.
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.